What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today's show is episode number 109, and in studio today, I have Walter Pitchford. Now, Walter Pitchford played basketball for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, which is where I am a strength coach. Uh, but he played there for basically 2014, 2015, the years right around there. Um, he played also for the Florida Gators, uh, and he has big NBA aspirations. So he is working on getting to the NBA right now. Uh, he played in D-League for the Raptors for a little bit, and uh, it was great talking to him. I mean, I really liked having him in the studio, not just because I'm a big sports fan, but really just from what he had to say as well. I think you guys are really going to find a lot of value in, in what Walter had to say. We talked about training. We talked about nutrition. We talked about his goals, his dreams, what he's working on, all of that. But where the really big value was, guys, was in his mindset talk. When he's talking about mindset Perk your ears up, right? Listen, when he talks about motivation, how his mindset is, how his discipline is, what he works on, how he thinks about things, and how he thinks about working on his craft of basketball, that's something you guys can apply to everything, right? If you want to be great at anything, if you want to be great at a business, a skill, maybe you want to be really fit, maybe you want to be really strong, anything you have in fitness or even deeper just in life, you can talk to it, you can... uh, use what this guy says and you can utilize the different tricks and tips that he gives you on your mindset. Now, keep in mind, these aren't magic bullets. These are things that you just have to implement and be patient and willing to put in the work and you'll definitely see the results. But I really enjoyed talking to Walter Pitchford. Really exciting to talk to a future NBA star, in my opinion, just from talking to him and seeing him play at Nebraska. So that's it for the intro. Let's get down to today's episode, episode 109, technically a Motivation Monday, but another interview with Walter Pitchford, future NBA star, former Nebraska Cornhusker. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. All right, guys. So in studio today, which is a room down in the College of Business basement at University of Nebraska, I have Walter Pitchford here. Um, and Walter is a former basketball player for the University of Nebraska. Uh, I'm going to have him tell you guys a little bit more about who he is. So, Walter, who are you? Tell us about your basketball career growing up, where are you from, all that good stuff. Okay, nice, nice. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, so, my name is Walter Pitchford. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, grew up and playing basketball in different uh, areas, different states. Uh, <clears throat> mainly schools directed for basketball, um, like the Oak Hill Academy, uh, schools in East Lansing, Michigan, North Carolina. But um, I first attended University of Florida and then um, found my my great love for University of Nebraska uh, the next year after. And, you know, I haven't looked back ever since. Uh, Lincoln is my home and that's the greatest place on earth. Yeah, what do you like about uh, playing for the Cornhuskers? 
for the listeners that don't know, like if you're new listeners or if you're uh, just relatively new, you haven't heard my background. Uh, I'm from North Dakota, but eventually came down here and started as an intern strength coach for the University of Nebraska, working with just different various teams. I'm now a graduate assistant strength coach and finishing my master's degree up in March. So that's why I'm here. And uh, I've taken it all in, been slightly converted over to the Cornhusker way. What did you like about Nebraska? Oh, the fans. Greatest fans in the world. Um, The hospitality, everybody treats you as your family, and um, it just goes to show you it's the good life. So. Mm -hmm. So talk about like your college basketball, like your playing career, um, and then where you went from there after college and the different different routes you took throughout that time. Get into that a little bit. Okay, so um, first off, the college career was amazing here. Um, just by, when I say amazing, I mean how I talked about the fans, the atmosphere, teammates, uh, the staff. Um, we had a fun time playing basketball, competing day in and day out, uh, traveling and, you know, traveling to away games and seeing more red than uh, there are different fans. And Super common, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was amazing. But, you know, we had an amazing, uh, amazing year that I know people do remember here in Nebraska. And um, we only lost one home game here in Nebraska. And um, I think we were... Uh, I want to say we ended up fourth in the Big Ten and went to the NCAA tournament. Um, didn't end it how we liked it, but, uh, you know, it it was a lot of great memories beating top-ranked teams, yeah. uh, fans rushing the floor, celebrating with us, and uh, it's, it's something that's, you know, never going to be forgotten, especially just like the Wisconsin no-sit Sunday. So Yeah, what, what was the tournament like? Like even just being there, right, and be able to participate in it must have been pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, you know, um, playing college basketball, it's you want to be in there, and um, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity of being there when I was with Florida and uh, University of Florida, and we lost to go to the Final Four, but um, got pretty deep in there. Yeah, going through those stages um, allowed me to understand, you know this is what I need to bring to the table coming to Nebraska of knowledge of, you know, what I've learned from the past. And I just been, you know, fortunate enough to be in that situation with the great teammates that I had and, uh, here at, uh, university of Nebraska and at university of Florida, but stepping into a bigger role here at university Mm -hmm. of Nebraska, it meant a lot more just getting to the tournament. Um, and that's something I'll never forget. Yeah. So talk a little bit about uh, your – you can go into this as much as you want to in detail or not very much detail, whatever you decide to do, but just about like foregoing the last year of athletic eligibility, eventually like pulling out of the NBA draft to go overseas. Like what made those decisions at the time? And then like how do you see those looking back? And I know like – I always talk about as far as like your decisions and taking action, like you got to pull the trigger, right? And you got to do what seems best and just go for it. So, I mean, what, what was your mindset going into all that? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people don't really know that story. Um, 
they kind of just, you know, read the newspaper, uh, looked online, but, you know, if I'm not telling the story, then there isn't a story right um, with what happened. But that's kind of for a later day. As of right now, um, what I can say is it's bittersweet because this is my home. Love it. Um, love the people. Um, just the hospitality, just everything that comes along with Nebraska. But it was a family matter, a family issue. And um, I'm pretty sure once I start to talk about that and open up about it a little bit more, people will be just completely uh, understanding about yeah. it. So, Yeah, I mean, it, it all makes you who you are today, right, too. I mean, you just got to appreciate everything as it comes, looking back on it, even if it's not a good thing maybe at the time. Um, so you eventually joined D league, right? With, uh, Raptors, right? Uh, Toronto. So what did it, what was that feeling like? Cause I, I'm guessing I've only played high school basketball. I didn't, <laughs> I never played college sports, but, uh, just as someone who's been around college sports and interact with a lot of athletes, I mean, just the feeling of make it to the NCAA tournament has got to feel great. And then, you know, actually being a part of an NBA team in a capacity is just, that's had to be like the best feeling, right? Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know, just having that opportunity to be there, um, being able to practice every day, you know, with, uh, first round draft picks that were on the team. And we even had a, uh, number one pick, um, Anthony Bennett was there, uh, for, um, a few games, but, that goes to show you, you know, the competition. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Um, guys from the main team get uh, dropped down to the development, developmental mm -hmm. uh, team all the time, and everyone's competing. It's uh, It truly is a big family there, and um, being able to be mentored by uh, just everybody that is at that level, staff, um, people around you that are – in the family, that organization, it's, you can't ask for more. Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. We'll maybe swing around at the end and just hit a few quick things on basketball a little bit, just cause I'm a big fan. Uh, but let's talk about like what the podcast is really about, right? Which is like wellness, fitness, strength, all these different kinds of things, even nutrition touching all these. I mean, these have got to be playing an important part in what you're doing now. And, you know, in the past, dug through like your Instagram page a little bit when I found out you're coming on the show. Uh, you went through like a pretty impressive physical transformation, right? Yeah. In the last, right. And I mean, we, let's talk about that because this is something that uh, is important for as far as your playing goes and it's important as far as your health goes. Right. So uh, talk about that a little bit. Just what are some key things you did just to help yourself physically feel your best? Well, yeah, <clears throat> well, you know, it all comes down with, you know, organizing. You got to organize your life. You got to organize what's important. And you just got to go after it and do it, do it, do it. And just don't give up. And um, talking about, you know, not giving up. Um, one of my good friends, Maggie Thorne, um, she has pushed me to new heights and new limits that I didn't even know existed. And uh, she is a big factor of why... I'm at the way, why I'm at where I'm at with fitness and um, 
organizing what's important of the foods that I intake. Uh, you know, am I keep myself, um, am I holding myself responsible? Am I, uh, you know, getting enough sleep? Am I stretching every day, twice a day? And shout out to Amir Abdullah for the stretching tips. Um, those are big because at first I didn't use to stretch and uh, he basically showed me the importance of and told me, told me the importance of um, stretching twice a day and um, it's helped uh, tremendously. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know if Amir Abdullah listens to my podcast, but if he catches this episode, what's up? <laughs> big yeah. fan, big fan. <laughs> I'm going to tag him. I'm going to tag him here. Hopefully Do he's it, watching yeah. uh, live right now. So All right. Yeah. I, I'm a little bitter. I'm a I'm a big Vikings fan. Only my oh. so uh, it was a rough last week, and I'm, I, I I gotta say that you know if he catches this and you know lost the lines, not easy, but it happens a lot. So uh. <laughs> uh, all right. So like your workout plan, do you have a lot of the same kind of uh, I guess like philosophies and just uh, different ways you go about it, like as Maggie does. My listeners heard Maggie uh, in. Two Mondays ago was the episode that it came out, and uh, she talked a lot about like eating clean foods. I I work for the athletic department, so I'm not going to say too much about some different things. But I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for athletes to eat things that might not necessarily be considered like clean or whole foods. They do a great job of providing those foods as well, right? But there are also a lot of different process things, a lot of different, you have choices to make. And some of that's made for you. Some of that you can make yourself as an athlete here. But now what's some of your nutrition thoughts? Are you pretty similar as far as Maggie of eating clean, healthy foods? I'm, I'm not a hundred percent on that uh, myself all the time, but yes, what do you um, <clears throat> since we've been working out, I've been eating clean and healthy. Uh, and that comes back with organizing um, and researching um, so that's one thing that, you know, specifically Maggie has just helped me with day in and day out. And, uh, I've been getting way better with that. Uh, you know, make sure that I'm eating my spinach and eggs and what whatnot, different type of, um, meats that I can eat. Um, you know, when to work out after I'm eating such and such, you know, warm water versus cold water, um, just everything that goes into your body and stuff like that. Um, I would say, you know, um, that's, yeah, that's probably it. For, it's a, it's a process, right? It, it, I mean, it's it a, takes a lot of time. It's not a, it's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. Yeah, it's no a, way. Yeah, so marathon. I, I talk a lot about, uh, like sustainability and stuff like that on the show, consistency, the importance of that, but really like having everything be sustainable. Like you probably experienced this, uh, you know, playing basketball too, and, in fitness, wellness, nutrition, all that, that it's super important to have some kind of plan that you can actually stick to, right? And the success comes in sticking to it. Have you noticed that, have you, what's the difference you see between like going all in versus making little steps or little changes that might be more sustainable? Yeah, you know, um, I would say it's trial and error, you know, you're not going to, you might not get it right on the first time. You might not get it right on the second time, but on the third time, that might be the right try. But uh, it's putting that plan together, um, seeing what works, and changing it up here and there. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I go about it. Um, I'm, you know, one thing I don't like, let me find a substitute. Uh, 
this didn't work right or this might be the reason. Um, but there's a, a lot of things you have to look at. It's not just eating. It's what you're, how you're working out, what you're putting in the body, how much sleeping. rest you're sleeping. Yeah, like, yeah so super how much important. You're getting. Um, it's more than one thing. So Yeah. I've kind of been just reading a lot lately, listening to a lot of things. I mean, sleep, I think, is something that I could talk about. I, sleep is so important and resting, being able to recover well. I mean, in the whole fitness industry, the whole fitness like world, whether it's whatever sector you're in, powerlifting, CrossFit, physique, sports, whatever it is, I mean, people, like for example, will take performance-enhancing drugs most of the time not to improve their performance but to improve their recovery, right? I mean, it's just like a thing I tell people sometimes, like when they're talking to me about stuff like that, that it's so important that like people will try to artificially do it, right? The recovery, what are some recovery things that you've implemented i'm you talked about the stretching twice a day really how that's but you can just talk about that like you don't have to lay out the whole routine but just generally how has that helped you out and that's a big thing you know um you're trying to compete you got to recover so it's it's you know making sure that you do have off day making sure that you know on your off day you're not just running around and um putting more stress on the areas that need rest um getting to the cold tub and uh doing what you need to do there i know it's freezing and most people you know i sometimes don't want to get in the cold tub because it's too cold but you know i know that's what's going to make me better that's what's gonna you know make sure i elevate higher in a game or that i'm able to go longer so it's just you got to do it Mm -hmm. uh james harrison you know who i'm talking about right (laughs) he has all these kinds of crazy videos put up all the time but uh that's a big thing he talks about all the time too, is just like everything possible he can do. He just recovers for the performance. I mean, he's played a long time in the NFL, so you can't, can't hate on it no matter what you think of the Steelers or him, but uh, it's definitely important. I mean, it's definitely important. What's your workout program like? Like what are you training for or how many days a week are you training? Just touch a little bit on that. Yeah. um, So I usually take, um, one of the days off for recovery every other day I'm doing something um working different muscles but agility footwork uh speed um even improving jumping higher but uh you know my my um goal is not just down the line to make the NBA but be a, a great player in the NBA one day and influence a lot of the people that want to want to make it there that um you know have the dreams, the aspirations to, to get there. And um, one thing that I'm heavy on right now is I, on paper, I might not be that number one guy or I might not be the star right now, but the thing about me is I'm willing to put in the work mm-hmm. that it takes to be that number one guy. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm trying to, you know, encourage um, our youth and let them see that and have me lead by um, – example so and the patience too right i mean just being able to work hard day in and day out you know what i mean that's that's huge what do you think like last maybe training question here specifically about fitness what do you think about uh programs i have some people listen to the show that do things like obstacle racing they're into like crossfit different things like that what do you think about training methods 
where you really just hammer your body into the ground, right? Like I, I wanted to get kind of an athlete's perspective on this because a lot of athletes will get into CrossFit purely based on the competition, you know, they, they want that competition back. Um, as a strength and conditioning coach, I'm not, you know, a big fan of the whole method of it. And that's just, that's just the way it is for me. But what do you think about that? And what do you think about, I don't know how much like, you know, about the CrossFit or about how the overtraining is a big issue. Yeah. Um, so I haven't done, done CrossFit, but I know it's, um, you know, the people I talk to, it's challenging. Um, you know, things with the weights and just training in general is challenging. Right. But, um, yeah. I, you know, I listen to my mentors. Um, you know, Maggie's one of those mentors. She's a, she's a pro in what she does. Um, she's amazing what she does. And it's kind of, for me, it's, you know, listen, learn from it. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't work, that's where it goes back to trial and error. We'll sure. do something else, you know. So it's just, for me, listening to my mentors, listening to the people that are professionals in it, listening people that really understand it and, you know, take back from that, do it doesn't work you know fix it talk to them say hey this didn't work for me and that's how i go about it great uh so let's talk about like athletic performance a little bit um so you said right now you're working on different aspects of it right speed agility vertical these different things maybe just hit all of those right what are like a couple of your favorite things you're doing right now for speed agility vertical what are some different oh man uh yesterday was a uh, hope, she, hope she doesn't get mad at me on this one, but uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, spill the beans on our workout yesterday. That was a it was a really tough one. It was circuit. Um, so basically, we had the sled pushes um, with weights on them. I think it was two forty five pound plates on the sled. Push down around fifteen twenty yards. Um, come back and one foot uh, jumps over hurdles um sprint five yards down and then you pick up the 20 pound uh, medicine ball and basically do burpees 20 times with that medicine ball then you get up and then you run through the ladder with ladder drills sprint five yards down and then push the sled back and that's one set (laughs) and we did 10 sets all together oh man and that wasn't it we had stuff after that um as well with uh you know, uh, core strength and more sprints, but um, that is a true <laughs> tough circuit. That's yeah, the training, like for sure. That's is that kind of what your training's like right now, right? You're just really pushing yourself right now, and really, I mean, you're focusing on the recovery too, right? But you're really pushing yourself in the gym and the court, all these different things, right? Just Most to try to get better. Most definitely, and it's. Uh, it's every it's every single day besides that recovery day recovery day i'm trying to organize things of how i can even get more better but uh yeah pushing myself every single day um you know we push each other she pushes me and then there's um there's more people that you know down the line start uh collaborating all as a team and what whatnot and so basically it's just everyone pushes everyone uh to be better to get better and to lead by example so other people can watch and other people can be like you know what yeah I want to be pushed. I want to. I want to get to here, or I want to go further. And um, that's. Yeah. What about uh, like a lot of people that listen to the show? They want to perform well in whatever they're doing. Like I mentioned, they come from all different 
areas, um, but might not necessarily play a sport, right? Like you play a sport and I'm going to post Instagram posts coming out probably on Monday about like when this episode comes out, um, that, uh, you're ridiculously tall compared to me. Right. So, (laughs) I mean, you're, you're this basketball player and how would you, but you're still very athletic, right? You have a high vertical, fast, agile, and you're working on all those things day in, day out. 40-inch vertical. So, yeah. so, I mean, like, for your average person that's, like, listening to this podcast that might not play a sport but wants to get so they can perform better athletically or maybe just feel like they can, right, so they can just suddenly pick up and play with their kids or play with their dog or just something that might seem small but they need, you know, some they need that athletic performance ability what are some different tips you have for just like an average person that might not be trying to make the NBA? They might not be, you know, they might not have a 40-inch vertical, but they still want to be athletic. What are, like, strength, uh, just, you know, uh, speed work? What's some different things you really found that work and some different things you'd recommend to someone like that? So what I would say, it's um, not going to get into specific detail, yeah. but what it I think would be more meaningful is, how I said I go to my mentors, I find people that are professionals, ask questions. Um, you know, I'm just shouting people out right now, but, you know, uh, one of my good buddies um, and good mentors, Paul Jarrett, if you don't ask, you'll never know. Yeah. Um, so I would say even reaching out to myself, reaching out to Maggie Thorne, ask questions. Um, ask as many questions as, you know, in, that you need. Um to figure that out, um, and we'll definitely help help you out. Um, definitely get back, answer your questions, because um, that's important. Want to yeah. see everybody striving, everybody doing well, um, taking that next step. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, the communication. Um, uh, that if you're out there, just you know, find us on social media. If you see us in person, just ask a question. Yeah, we'll answer. So it it really, I mean, it comes down to that, like trial and error thing right i mean you just got to ask find out what someone recommends try it if it doesn't work come back make a new plan right exactly exactly because you know it's it's not just about okay well i'm a professional athlete and someone that's not can't do the same workouts you know we can break it down of building blocks of you know start here of this fundamental build it up start doing this get better each day on this and hold each other accountable and as soon as you know it that person will be doing drills just as well so that's great we're talking about like trial and error and things like that how about just practicing different skills okay like this is something i want to talk about too because i'm sure this was huge in basketball right getting those reps in and just getting the practice whether it's like a shot whether it's your defense whether it's even just like, like your different workouts, right? Getting those movements in, practicing those reps over and over again and getting that that mind-muscle connection. Talk about practice and like the importance of that, not just trial and error, but actually working on a skill and maybe how can we translate that to that average person that we're talking about, you know? was Is, is that something that's super important in your I assume you're doing a lot of like skill work and stuff yeah. right now too. You got to right? practice your craft. You know, uh, yeah. for me, it's just repetition after repetition. Uh, if you don't get the reps in, you know, it, you're not going to be you're not going to be effective. Um, learning the fundamentals, um, 
studying those fundamentals and then after I get it down to a consistent uh, rhythm, building that rhythm up, getting faster at it. Um, and after that, ma- after mastering that one fundamental, you know, start adding on to that, start adding on from A, adding B, and then mastering B, and then adding C, and now, you know, just go down down the line. And guys, that model right there, I mean, you can take that everywhere, right? I mean, it's not just shooting a basketball. Have you played basketball all your life, basically, or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. uh, Pretty much. I, I mean, and and you're how old now? You're just turned 25. 25. Yeah. So just about my age, too. And, like, I mean, 25 years, give or take, right? I mean, event, you picked up the basketball at a later age than zero. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, 25 years is not like an overnight thing, right? That's something I talk about all the time is people will see – they'll see you, right? They'll see a 6'10 guy walking down the sidewalk. Maybe they come up and ask if you play basketball. Maybe they just assume that you've always been really good, right? But it's so much work, right? And that's really that was one reason I wanted to have you on too, is because I talked about a lot about this overnight success story. How that's not even that's not even the case. That's not ever the case, and that there's a lot of sweat. There's a lot of a lot of work. A lot of hours. A lot of hours. I mean, I can even. Just going back, remembering, like, you know, I didn't personally for myself, um, you know, have things to really get me better. Like, I went outside and found a crack and basically got my foot speed better, got my footwork better, jumping over that crack back and forth, side to side, uh, different um, drills I would see, um, just a crack in the concrete. That's how I got my uh, footwork and foot speed yeah. to where it needed to be at that age. Uh, you know, I remember not not going to any dances in high school because I was always um, at tournaments. Um, there wasn't one day during the summer that I wasn't in the gym. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, people might have like that, it must be nice mentality or something <laughs> like that. I mean, there's so much like people don't know, you know, and it's not something that gets shown a lot. It's not... It's not sexy. It's not something that goes up on the big no. screen at a game, but I mean, it, it's necessary, right? It's necessary yeah, for sure. It's, it's not sexy at all. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I mean, it's it's huge. It's just something I wanted to kind of theme this podcast around is that it's gonna whatever goals are from the audience, whatever goals are, whether it's a sport, whether it's just a fitness goal, maybe you have a business you want to improve, maybe it's a relationship, anything like that. It's going to take work. It's going to take reps. It's going to take trial and error, and it's going to take a lot of time, right? It's going to take that patience. All right. So let's talk about a little bit motivation. I kind of split up my podcast into like three sections. So I talk about nutrition. I talk about workouts, basically, and I talk about motivation and mindset. You talked about that a little bit already as we've gone on. I think that's the most actionable thing that you can give our audience. I think that's probably the most the most value you're going to bring to them because I think that something they really need to listen to is about the mindset and discipline it takes to put in all that time, put in all those reps, uh, whether you have successes, whether you have failures, to keep on pushing for that goal, right? You have big goals, big dreams, and uh, it takes, I'm sure, a ton of discipline to keep on pushing for that day in, day out. So talk about whether it's a struggle, whether it's just a, a way you think that 
helps you have that discipline to keep on shooting for your big goal. Yeah, something. I mean, like I said, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Like, I remember just sitting down, talking to my folks, and um, them just telling me, like, hey, either you make it or you're not going to college. And that's something that sat with me. Uh, that sat with me. And after that, I mean, I got after it, literally. I got after it every single day um, in the gym. You know, sometimes I'd be in the gym for about eight hours, Some like seriously, eight hours in the gym. Like I would eat my food there. They would bring my food up there, and that's where I was at. I wasn't anywhere. There was no partying, anything like that. And um, one thing with, like, mindset-wise, you know, you get to college, you get, you know, you uh, you feel content. And, you know, you're on the big stage, you're doing such and such, you're, you know, you make a few shots, you maybe make it to the tournament, like, then you get content. And, right. you know, for people listening out there, when you make it, that's not the time to get content, that's the time to even push further, that's the time to just dig down and grind harder than you ever have. Um, it's looking back and understanding now, it's... You know, it might be hard when you're trying to get there, but to be honest, that's actually the easy part. Once you get there, how are you going to stay there? Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets tough. Um, are you going to get content or are you going to grind like you've never grind before? And that's, you know, I went to the Republic of Georgia um, next to Russia um, this past year, and that's where my mindset has just just went to the roof has has grown so much of um just understanding the culture somewhat of there and understanding you know I slept not on a mattress I slept on a bed that the springs of a, not even the springs the box spring but like the box it was basically harder than this wood table uh understanding you know no one really cares but what are you bringing to the table it's a business it's yeah. it's it's about, you know, how tough are you? Um, so now my mindset is I'm just I'm continuing to grow and grow, but that took me to another level. I, and I think that is uh, going to um, show once I start playing again, um, just waiting to be picked up uh, by a team, have a few offers. So just waiting to hear back from my agent and go from there. But mindset's the biggest key in this thing. And how do you how do you grow it? Um, you know, you got access to like I said, mentors. You got the internet. Go YouTube. One, you know, somebody that I read a book. Uh, you know, there's audio books if you don't like reading. But um, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this podcast if you don't like. You know, listen to this. You know, um, but that uh, quote from Eric Thomas. Uh, I listen to him a lot. And yeah, he's great, man. Uh, you know. He said he might not be the best on paper, but he is willing to put in the work to be the best, and that makes him the best because no one is going to grind like him when he makes it to the big stage, and he has made it to the big stage. He's not going to be content. He's going to act like a lion. He's going he's gonna to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, and he's not going to stop. He's not going to quit. So, you know, just doing your research as well, that's – yeah, I mean, there's so much out of your control, right? Except yeah. the work you put into it. Yeah. That's that's under your control, and you can work as hard as possible to get where you want to go because 
that's the thing you can control. That's huge. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable, guys. That's really what it comes down to is enjoy that, right? Do you think, I mean, like enjoying the journey is a huge part of it? Man, it's a huge part. I think that's that's one of the biggest reasons besides, you know, us playing – team ball when I was playing here and we made it to the NCAA tournament we got comfortable with being uncomfortable literally it was day in day out on each other grinding just talking to each other about like you know just getting each other stuff of saying you know you're not you're not doing this holding each other accountable of saying you know you need you know if you're going to take this shot in the game you need to get in the gym you need to put this many shots up to be able to take this shot in the game and uh, holding people accountable to that, but um, it it was literally that uh, getting com- comfortable with the un- being uncomfortable, um, and that is one of the main keys of why you know why we made it to the NCAA tournament, even mm-hmm. though we did have a good amount of talent, yeah, uh, as well. And you can enjoy being uncomfortable because you know that means you're getting better, right? Yeah. If you're not. Or if you are just kind of content, like you were saying, that means you're not getting better. Exactly. Um, so what are some goals right now you got? Like you, as much as you can talk about, um, what's your goals, whether it's basketball, business, what are some things you're working on getting you excited? Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, <clears throat> talked about just, uh, you know, getting to a team, not uh, being content and, you know, just showing the work ethic and letting it speak for itself. But uh, business-wise, you know, my main focus is basketball, getting into that NBA and never looking back and just keep going and see where that can take me. Um, I know business will come along with that. Um, uh, Just startup community here in Lincoln is amazing. Um, I'm a part of that, and, you know, it's a huge family, and everybody looks out for everybody, and I'm just – you know, thankful to be in that family, thankful to make made the connections that I have made and will continue to make um, in that family. But I know business will, you know, come as I keep pursuing basketball and keep getting better each day and, you know, just setting different goals of, you know, the engagement part with uh, the youth and just um, teaching them things. You know, next year uh, I'm bringing four basketball camps um back here to Nebraska, going to be some um, big-time guys um, that I've talked to basically in basketball. I'm um, not going to mention any names yet, but I know there will be four camps and uh, just working out logistics of that. So, Sweet. Yeah. Great. All right, let's hit uh, some rapid-fire questions. It's kind of like how I like to wrap some <laughs> things up now. I don't know about some of these. You got you got NBA goals, and you said even like some offers on the table. Yeah. Uh, some of these are, are NBA questions, so if you have to pass, you can pass, all right? But uh, favorite NBA team? Toronto Raptors. Yeah? yeah? All right, all right. I'm a Timberwolves guy. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, if you went, if you joined uh, Jimmy Buckets, I would, I could, I'd buy your jersey. Yeah, I'd buy your jersey. You know, usually when that question is asked, I always, you know, it's, to be honest, it's, Whatever team picks me, it's going yeah. from there. You know, it's a true honor to be there. So yeah, you know. working hard for wherever you're at, right? That's right. All right. Uh, do you have like a favorite exercise? You kind of ran us through a quick workout there. Do you have an exercise you just you enjoy in the gym? Something you like to get after? Vertimax. Yeah. Yeah, the Vertimax. All right. What was your vert? You said forty. Forty inches. What? Yeah. 
oh man, I can't do the math right now. What, <laughs> what is that for height you can touch there? <laughs> I know I can dunk on 12 feet. So, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, what's some hobbies besides basketball? I know you're working really hard right now on your basketball. You always have, right? But uh, what are some other hobbies like anything you just do for fun or like in Nebraska or anything? Uh, one of my hobbies, I would say, you know, this is people think it's weird. I like to garden. I like, you know, my veggies are gardened. Okay. They're my veggies. So, no, that's um, cool. Yeah, uh, collecting coins, uh, history around Nebraska. It's amazing. So yeah, you know. now I'm I'm a farm kid. I can I can get behind some good soil. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you a uh, are you a guy that's into morning routines? This is something that a lot of people talk about, um, especially like on podcasts about different morning routines and things that really set their day, set the tone of their day. What are some things you maybe yeah, do? Wake up in the morning. First thing I do before anything is pray. Um, besides that, uh, after that I'll start, um, meditating, um, and just listening to some different noises, uh, meditation wise, uh, just, you know, get my day started, go make myself some coffee, straight black coffee. Yeah. And, uh, go through emails, social media, and just go from there. And after I do that, you know, sometimes I'll do it while I'm stretching and then after stretching. But uh, that's my routine in the morning. Awesome. Um, Is that quote you gave from Eric Thomas, that your favorite quote? That was one of my questions that I wanted you to go over. Yeah, definitely. Now that I heard that, that's something that that sticks with me uh, a great deal. I really that has taken my mentality from one level to another level of how I push myself um and that's stuff that Maggie stresses every day as well um of basically giving me certain quotes and um yeah they they both help me so yeah yeah. what do you do any uh any kind of reviewing on your goals or anything like that you have goals like your big goal I'm sure you know NBA team like you were saying um do you break that into some smaller goals that you kind of you know go over on a daily basis or yeah so, so basically like the fundamental part how we talked about breaking it down sure mastering that um uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say any specific but it's yeah no, basically it's... just breaking it down and yeah. then following that and then building just building blocks yeah so, just yeah. the building blocks those small ones up to yeah. the the ultimate goal right yeah. all right man Thanks for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? Tell us what you're working on. Where can people connect with you, ask you questions, uh, check out what you're up to? Yeah, um, so basically to get in touch with me or to find me or to you know stay tuned with my journey, um, you can go to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, just started a new YouTube, my first highlights up oh, there. Nice. all right. Um, but all those are Walter Pitchford. Um, so, yeah. All right, and I'll link those in the description of this podcast too in the show notes so people can go find you easier. Be sure to connect with Walter on social media, whether you like YouTube, whether you like uh, Instagram, whatever your favorite platform is, go find him there. Thanks, man, for coming on. I definitely appreciate it. It was sweet meeting you, a big Nebraska guy since I work here and live here. So uh, it's an honor, and I enjoyed talking to you too. I think you gave some great stuff for the listeners. I appreciate you. It's an honor for me. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.